Luann Not me. I come out hot. I come out dialed. <laughs> My first match is the same as Championship Sunday. And so is so is Rec. Sorry. So is Rec. <laughs> whether it's whether it's against uh pro colleagues or 4-0 players, it does not matter. James will be locked in. I mean we remember our our last rec game. Me and Anniversary and Dave Fleming. Oh, that was that not was, dialed. That oh was, yeah, that was that was the bronze medal match of some tournament, right? Okay, we have Adam Stone on the podcast. You guys already know what Adam Stone's job is. It is to run my podcast and just basically do whatever it is that I don't know how to do, don't want to do, just not good at, all those things. Everything I lack as a podcaster, Adam Stone is is that. So take over. There you go. So I, I have a great question to start it off, James. What would you say when we are on here together, if unless there is a really, really good reason, we just don't even talk about singles in the recap? What do you think about that? I I think that there's always a good reason to not talk about singles. <laughs> I you know, we're not always on the same page with some of these questions, but I had a feeling we were going to be on the same page for that one. And I, I think that's a great idea. So uh we had a we had some big time stuff going on this past weekend. Uh, we had the PPA uh, San Clemente followed by MLP San Clemente, and it looks like everybody's got a couple weeks off for the holidays, which is uh, very, very nice. So first off, just a couple general things. How did you feel about the year-end format for PPA, and what was the buzz or the vibe kind of in the in the player tent and, and, and that kind of thing about this special format? I liked it. I think it's I think it'd be cool if there were more tournaments like this. You know, I think maybe four times a year at the end of every quarter, there's like a, like a, maybe not, they won't call it finals, but like some sort of tournament where only the best eight singles players, best 16 men's, best eight mixed. I think it's cool because everyone there is a great player and you're not dealing with, you know, the first couple of rounds, it can get a little weird. Like maybe that first round, it's just, you're not getting a good rhythm sometimes because pickleball is still not that deep. And a lot of times, especially if you're high seed, which I'll usually be like those first rounds are just, um, I think we could do without them sometimes. And uh, outside of the time where me and me and Anna actually lost first round to Diascu and Rachel, but that's, I mean, I guess we could have done without that one too, right? I would have hoped <laughs> to, so, either way. Uh, but I think it's, it's better to just kind of condense everything sometimes where it's only the best players, every match is high quality. And I think it's, it's a fun format to do the group play thing just because every tournament we play is the same. So it's always, you know, round by round and it can get a little boring. I mean, it's not, I'm not really complaining about it, but I think it'd be cool if we changed it up sometimes. I think maybe something like this four times a year, something else. I don't know if you have any ideas. I think we should just keep changing it up because we don't know what works and what doesn't like pickleball is so new. I don't think we should just stick to one format for every single tournament. Yeah, I think a quarterly makes a lot of sense. You you don't want to get carried away and have it half and half. It, it should be special when the formats change. And I I agree. I, I think we should keep the standard tournament as the bulk, but a a random mix up here and there, whether it's uh, a tournament like this or just a way to get some different partnerships and some different looks, is great. And I mean, you said it. I mean, not knocking these guys at all, but the two the two pools and men's uh, going by point differential percentage, uh, the fourth. 
The fourth team of four in each of those pools is Julian Arnold, AJ Kohler, Jay Devillier, and Darian Young. I mean, that is high-level play right there. Uh, everyone is legit, uh, no question about it. Uh, I noticed a little something that I thought, and I was wondering for you personally, and if you noticed this with any other players, about just possible physical and mental burnout uh, with this being the last kind of two tournament combination uh, before we have a couple weeks off. You know, it's funny, like I was talking to Ben Johns and he was like, yeah, I, I wasn't super engaged in uh, MLP. I was kind of like going into it kind of, I don't know if he said he felt burnt out, but he didn't feel like he, he really was super locked into it. And then he goes and he wins with the team that he had. So I guess he's just, I think maybe he was just saying that to me to kind of flex on me like, <laughs> I don't care, and I'm just going to win. I, I don't know. But that's that's one case of like sort of burnout that I had heard of. I mean, I didn't feel too burnt out because we did have three weeks in between our last tournament and this one, which I think is a good amount of time. But uh, I actually felt more burnt out after Nationals. I think okay. uh, that progressive draw is really what killed me. But I think for me, and again, I didn't really – talk to that many pros i'm not really good at uh socializing with the pros at these tournaments i kind of just as you know i just go into a corner and just sit there and mixed doubles you mentioned it three and oh and mixed doubles play a plus 27 point differential uh very good stuff let's let's go through your three pool play matches and then we'll uh also touch on the semifinals as well so uh first off we'll go with catherine parento and thomas you guys ended up winning that one 11-9, 11-3. How'd that match go? Went well. I think um, I think that was probably my best match of the day, just in terms of my level. I think I played really at a high level. Um, that was my first mixed win over Catherine, I think. So that was cool. I think she uh, – that was just the best I've ever played against Catherine. I think my thirds were on. I think that was the biggest thing for me this weekend It's just my transition, my thirds, the soft stuff is a lot better. And I think a big part of that is the power air. It's just, it's not a soft paddle, but it's a lot softer than the 002. So I felt like I was getting to the kitchen a lot more. Uh, I was, once I got there, I was good. I think I've, I've always been confident that once I get to the kitchen, I'm good. But I think just, you know, the serve is helping too. Like the bigger you serve it, the easier your third is. And especially in mixed. Like if you're hitting a huge serve in mixed to a girl and you still can't get to the kitchen mixed, that's just, you just suck. And I was able to get to the kitchen most of the time, not every time. I'm not Adam Stone, but I was getting <laughs> my way up there. And uh, so, yeah, we won nine and three. And Anna, right, who's now delivering me this Starbucks. Thank you, Anna. She played great. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I think actually that match, she didn't hit a ton of balls. <laughs> that was the match where Anna did not hit a lot of balls against uh, Thomas and Catherine. But. I think, yeah, it was fun. I, I don't even remember the question. Just how did it go? I basically just spit yeah. everything that I, that I could. That was that was the perfect description I was looking for. Uh, and I said, he said Anna made a nice special delivery there. And I have a question for both of you guys. Oh, Anna, come back. When you were playing, this is one of the only little uh, slivers that I got to see you guys play. When you were playing Tyson and Leia, you guys, uh, Tyson... Uh, you had like two let cords in a row and Tyson kind of lightly flung his paddle over the net playfully. Did you even notice James 
And Anna had a very confused, bewildered look on her face, uh, wondering what was happening. Tell me about that situation. It wasn't confused or bewildered. I was trying to give off a look of disgust. Yes, and it, and it came off that way as well. So I, I think it was a combination of all of that. So if you were looking for disgust, it might not have been 100% disgust, but a very high percentage was. I mean, I didn't even know. I think after I noticed or somebody told me like, oh, Anna was mad about that. I mean, you know, it's the third match of group play. Tyson and Leia, I think they were 0-2 going in. They're just having fun. Tyson's not, you know, they weren't really. I wasn't, I don't know. I, I mean, if Anna was disgusted. It's nothing personal. I, I just feel like it's kind of like, um, it's too it's too friendly for like the vibe, the vibe I'm on. I think like Matt Wright was doing the same thing against Georgia and Jada. He was like trying to kill him with kindness. Mm -hmm. You see Matt be so crazy. And then he's like, you're playing so great, Georgia. You're playing so great. Yeah. He, he so, knew what he was doing. He said something to me about it. And so I just kind of, I don't know. It's nothing personal. It's not a big deal. I, I, I never thought about it again. It's just like, that's not my wave. I'm not friends with my opponents. Well, as, as a viewer. Oh, you froze. Okay, we're back. So anything that Matt Wright does on a pickleball court is absolutely calculated for a reason. And it's usually aggressive and abuse, but he was going with the kill him with kindness. Do you think that when Tyson gets a little playful or tries to talk to his opponents in between points and does little things like the paddle flip, do you think it's calculated for Tyson or him just being a showman? I think it could be both. I mean, for me, like I, uh, I am actually really bad at picking up on anything else that's going on. Like when I'm playing, I'm so dialed in that I don't even notice stuff that Anna says to me. I mean, Anna will tell you, like people will be saying things to me in the crowd, even like two feet from me while I'm getting a drink. And I don't know, like it's just in one ear out the other. So the on-court stuff, I'm just so in my own world that I don't even pick up on any anything. So it doesn't affect me or, and I don't even think of stuff, but I don't think, I don't think Tyson, uh, actually, I don't know. I mean, I if he is, it's something. Like, I, I think it's a little bit both. I don't think it's like that at all, but, you know, if that's a side effect, if, if you know, he forces me to like get up and hand him his paddle, you know, if that rattles my focus a bit, I, I think he's fine with that, you know? Yeah. No, no I, th I, th I think that I would agree with that answer. And I, I just I just loved it because you guys really were so locked in. And I, I and James as well. I have yelled some aggressive stuff at you from five feet away in the stands. And let me tell you right now, my voice carries and you did not skip a beat. So I just stopped doing it. <laughs> Either Adam, I did hear Johnny Goldberg. No, he's talking about retroactive. Oh, right? okay. like in I'm always past. pretty into it with Johnny. Johnny. Yeah, in, in, yeah, in the past, in the past. Well, let's keep let's keep Anna on for this next match because it was, you know, just a casual eight and eight victory over Ben Johns and Annalie Waters uh, in your second match in mixed doubles. I didn't see it. Tell me about it. What worked? What didn't? Uh, big win. I think for me, it was we were really fresh and I think we were really a lot more excited to come out and, and win than they were. They weren't at their best. Um, not that they played so bad. I think Annalie played pretty good actually as as well as maybe not as well as she could play but I mean she played like solid I don't think she played bad I thought she competed well um Annalie's always going to compete well and I think maybe she made a couple hasty decisions because Ben wasn't necessarily as locked in as he usually is um he lost his first round of pool playing singles it's the same thing I think he's just maybe a little bit of a slow starter especially early in the day and he's not used to in the first match of the day having a 
tough team to play, right? Like his first couple of rounds are usually a walkthrough. So then this, this format kind of presented a unique situation where you get him early in the day, maybe similar to a JW and you could beat him. And I didn't think he was that locked in. Um, and then because of that, Annalise started to maybe overplay a little bit. Um, I remember in the second point of the second game, she like poached across and I just hit an easy third shot drive across the, uh, or the other side winner. She had some speed ups to my high backhand, which is like, I'm always ready for that one. That's kind of like, um, the worst spot to attack me, I would say. And I think she even knows that. I, I think she just maybe was a little trying to overplay to overcompensate for Ben not being awake. And that kind of snowballed and we stayed solid. I mean, Anna didn't make any errors and um, she got out of my way, which is great. Anna is very good at getting out of my way, not just on the court, but just in life. You know, like if I'm going, like she'll just, I'll just give her a shoulder check in the house. And um, I think it was, uh, it was just a kind of a perfect combination of those two things. Like we played well. We didn't do anything spectacular. We were just saw. I mean, I didn't. We played our best either. We played pretty good. Yeah, I was active and I got to the line a lot. Got to the line. That's number one. Get to the line and win. And would you uh, share similar sentiments on a kind of the flow of the match and how that went, Anna? Thanks for um, making sure to include me, Adam, um, and giving me the floor. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I would say so. I think uh, James and I kind of came in with a different focus mentally in that match. Uh, just kind of wanted to put a little less pressure on ourselves. Um, and yeah, I think I was having some pretty good success going at Ben. I've been working on some things, but I was like popping on my games a lot at the start. I was pretty uh, frustrated with myself. Um, and then, yeah, I think Emily made some errors, maybe a little overplaying, maybe just not being you know, the sharpest format doesn't favor people who really like to work into the day, which would include most teams, but I think, you know, you saw that J.W. and Dylan didn't advance on a full play as well, but there are, you know, definitely some people who like to kind of work their way in, bending Not me. To... I come out hot. I come out dialed. <laughs> My first match is the same as Championship Sunday. And so is, so is Rec. Sorry. So is Rec. <laughs> whether it's, whether it's against uh, pro colleagues or 4-0 players, it does not matter. James will be locked in. <laughs> oh, man. I uh, I mean, we remember our our last rec game, me and Anna versus you and Dave Fleming. Oh, that was that not was, dialed. That oh was, yeah, that was that was the bronze medal match of some tournament, right? When uh, wait, what happened? Riley didn't want to play the bronze, right? And so <laughs> Dave and I came out, and we, and I think you were borderline cramping as well, uh, during that match. But anyway, uh, so that was leg two of the uh three match pool play, and then the last one was Tyson and Leia, and we touched on that briefly with some uh that incident, but 11-8, uh, 11-3 against Tyson and Leia, uh, anything noticeable or whatever, just a kind of smooth, smooth match? Pretty smooth. I think we we should win that just because, like, for us, it matters a lot more than it did for them. I think they had already maybe been eliminated up, up to that point, or, I mean, they were 0-2, we were 2-0, so we had all the confidence. Um, I think it was kind of just like we we just, you know, we should win that, and, and that's what happened. We came out solid. No real letdowns. And um, I think that's one thing that Anna and I are good at as a team is just we we don't go up and down too much. Like we're really, um, really consistent. Generally, we've been and uh, in terms of our results and just that we're not going to give you any free points or too many free points because of like focus errors or anything like that. Um, so if a team comes out and they're maybe not as engaged or they're a little bit less engaged than we are, then we're going to I think we should win. 
Yeah, no, that's that, and that's just so important at the pro level as well because no matter what, there are physical peaks and valleys. There are how well you're playing, how how not well you're playing in certain situations. So if you cannot have that mentally and emotionally, it just makes it so much easier to handle those uh, little dips when you are not playing your best. So uh, that's a that's a good little note for you know you three fives four O's and whatever out there. Stay locked in. Uh, knowing you're not always going to play your best, and that's perfect. Uh, moving on out of pool play, playing the Johnsons, and what a scoreline, 11-8, 7-11, 9-11, couldn't get it done in the third. I know you got some stuff to say about this match, let it fly. Yeah, I think we, um, I mean, I dealt with a little bit of cramping, which is, it's weird, because that was something that I've really dialed in and and not dealt with you know I had that in Minnesota in February of 2023 which is almost a year ago now but throughout the entire summer when I was sweating like crazy I've been super disciplined with like my preparation eating the right things and I didn't cramp in the summer I didn't have physical issues um so then to have it in San Clemente I think it was just a result of me kind of downplaying the fact that it was or me thinking, look, it's in San Clemente. I'm not going to sweat that much. It's like 60 degrees. I should be fine. And I didn't take my preparation as seriously. And uh, I cramped and um, it's just tough, man. Like I've got to always be really like perfect physically because the way that I play pickleball is like more physical than it needs to be, right? Like I, I make it too physical and it's like, doesn't have to be that physical. That's just how I, how I play. And uh, so it's tough. That was kind of a unfortunate situation because me and Anna, up until that moment, I think we were like seven and one against the Johnsons this year, like six and one. Like we're usually a lock against that team um, at nationals. Three weeks ago, we beat them like, what was it? Like eight, five and six, something like that. Like, I think less close than that. So usually I think we're just a good matchup against that team um, because they are most of their offense comes from Georgia attacking the guy actually because if it bounces to J-Dub he's not really going to do too much as of now he's kind of adding some stuff in but really he's not super comfortable speeding up off the bounce and when he does it's like he's just not super calculated calculated with it he's great out of the air but we know not to give him anything out of the air right so we kind of just keep it on Georgia and then if she's going to try to come through me that's not working um it doesn't really work um and I think yeah I think that's also a team where we just need to get to the line I think we that's not the easiest team to get to the line against um but once we get to the line I think me and Anna are like very close with Ben and Anna Lee actually um I think that like it's almost even like a 1a 1b situation at the line it's just how how Anna Lee and Ben separate themselves is in transition. They're so good. They're they're both so good, and uh, I think that's obviously where I need to improve. But yeah, it's funny. Like the fact that we lost so close and I wasn't one hundred percent physically. I think it's still encouraging. I think overall the level that that we brought in mixed this weekend was really high, and I think I think next year we're gonna be. Uh, I think we can start to challenge Ben and Anna Lee more. I think based on you know. Before this tournament, we were two straight championship Sundays and a bronze before that. And I think we're kind of, in our opinion, at least, I think we're pretty much solidifying ourselves as like that second best team. Because um, there's, I think results wise, in the last six months, I think it's, that's just the truth. I think that's just where the stats would, would put us, um, especially with Riley's recent dip in results. Because I think before it was like, 
Ben and Annalie, um, Riley and whoever his partner was, Tyson and Catherine and us. And, and now I think we definitely results wise are in that at that second spot. But um, yeah, that's I think we're confident. I think we we're definitely confident in how we're playing. Oh, that's a great breakdown uh, and a really nice run as well. I know that couldn't capitalize in the, but I mean, if you're <laughs> not playing your best, uh, a little bit crampy and uh, you know, it's 11, nine in the third, uh, that's, that, that's pretty good stuff either way, even though it is an L and like I always say, James, it's 85 degrees in Southern Florida and it's humid. You're prepping for cramping when it's 60 and overcast. That's when it really gets you because you're not worried about it. <laughs> Uh, okay, so nice, nice run in mixed. Let's move over to men's doubles. Uh, you're playing with Mr. Matty Dub, Matt Wright. And let's just make sure we note that is your men's partner for next year, and Anna is your mixed partner for next year. Yes. Okay. We'll Good. See. So first round, uh, kind of, a, I wouldn't say a surprising result, but I would put you guys as a favorite. You played Tyson and Big D Deckel Bar. Won the first game 14-12 and then 11-8-11 late eight. An extremely tight match. Uh, what happened there? Did you watch it? I did not. Oh, you should check it out. You should check it out. That was the best that Deckles ever played against me. Um, yeah, that was just the best Deckles ever played against me. It was crazy. And Tyson played well, too. But Deckel was like, you know, we were waiting for him to kind of have a little bit of a dip in level. And it just didn't happen. I mean, he was serving serving huge and I think I mean Matt and Colin I mean there were some complaints about the height of the serve I think this weekend maybe he brought it up a couple inches he was really serving high I'm not complaining about that I think um, I think maybe there should be some stuff that happens to the serve right like maybe we change it like maybe we get more strict with it um, but I think overall it was the serve the drive the consistency um, there was just no checkout from Declan he was hot and when he gets hot, it's tough. I mean, they they took a game off the Johns brothers, and they um, it's weird though because they they also lost to Julian and AJ and mm -hmm. that team pretty handily. So I think again, like there's going to be some ups and downs in level um, from Deckel, I think. But against us, he just played really really well, and um, the serve and the drive is what killed us, which is yeah. tough because I think. I've got to be able to cover Matt better in that situation um, because I am half Matt's age. So there's no excuse that I can't at least help him out more. And I think I was a little bit, I think we were both a little rattled by how hard he was serving, how well he was serving and how hard those third shot drives were. And it was crazy because then when Tyson would serve and drive, we'd be like, oh, this is a relief, which usually <laughs> Tyson's serve and drive is great. And it is great. But um, I think that was, that was tough. And uh, we actually, you know, Tyson was on the left to start the match. Okay, that, that was my next question. Perfect. Elaborate on that. Yeah, he was on the left to start the match. And with that formation, I think we're, it's money in the bank. We were up like 8-2 or 8-3. Um, not because Tyson's not good on the left. I think that's a good situation. But I think I can actually dink cross court with Tyson. Um, and if you can dink cross court with Tyson well, which I had a lot of success doing, just, just grinding with him, wasn't doing anything crazy, then that becomes a situation where Tyson's got to bail out down the line to Matt. And I think Matt head to head against Tyson's a good recipe for us. Um, so we were up big early. They put Deckel on the left and then Deckel just was, he was really consistent. He wasn't speeding up a ton, but I think he was really hot with the serve and the drive. He wasn't making mistakes in transition, wasn't missing dinks. And um, 
yeah, when he did speed up, it was good. And I was just really impressed by his his level overall. Yeah. And I believe uh, talking with uh, old Big D this past weekend that they are going to lock that in for the first six months of 2024. Uh, what do you think about that partnership moving forward, uh, possible uh, contender or uh, chances of consistent meddling from those two? Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's cool because they have such a um, they really do have that ability to both play the left and the right. And it's it's weird because I thought their best chance would actually be Tyson on the left because it's kind of similar to what me and Tyson did, right? Tyson on the left, grinding guys down cross court, and then Deckel is just ready to counter with the backhand. But it was it's just the fact that they can both play either side and the threat of the serve and the drive from both of them is so big that that's a team that can I think they could beat anybody. And I don't know if they'll be consistently meddling or if they'll meddle here and there or whatever it is, but that's a, uh, it's a different team, right? Cause that's serving the drive. I mean, that's going to be the best team for sure. When it comes down to serving the drive, they can get hot and just get on big runs. And I think Tyson is also such a good teammate and such a good, like, um, you know, he'll keep you in it. He'll help keep you focused. And I think that'll help Deco a lot. Um, I think kind of that, uh, I think Deco might've, might have had a couple issues with being in and out, maybe making some errors, you know, that's just what I've, that's what people say or whatever, but I think Tyson will help him um, stay focused and maybe get the best out of Deckel. Yeah. Big man's big man is he's a beast out there, but he's a sensitive guy. He needs, he needs some little help and little, you know, a little light tap on the butt here and there, just some support. And when he has that, and of course, when the serve is firing, it really kind of sets up his game. So uh, good insights there on that team. And I, I think that they definitely have a shot uh, to do some damage at, at, at tournaments in the first half of 24. Uh, here's a question for you, James. Are you never thinking about this or do you occasionally get a little more amped up for possibly playing a former partner? Mm, not really. I think it's... Um... It's weird because at this point I've played with so many of the players like and I've already played. I mean, Tyson, I played him in mix. I played him in men's. I played him in MLP. Like I'm going to play Tyson so much and I'm also going to play, you know, I don't know. I don't really think about that. Um, maybe maybe in like 2025 where both my partners are year long partners. Um, and then the year before both of my partners have been year long partners. And then I switch. It's like, Oh, well, that's who I played with the entire year. Or like, if I were to play Anna next year or something, I'd be more fired up because I've only played with her maybe, but this year in men's, I played with Rafa. I played with Tyson. I played with Matt. I played with Tyler. It's like, so in men's, I don't really think about it that much. Um, so no, I mean, I'm just such a blank slate of nothingness. Matches <laughs> like I don't really think about like the part like I don't think about any of the narratives like when people bring that stuff up it's funny I used to think about that in tennis actually when I played tennis I'd be like oh well this guy beat me last time or this guy said this I used to be way more personal in tennis and in pickleball like I don't know maybe I just it's just weird. I, when I play, I'm just literally there's no thoughts going on in my mind. I, I'm just like I'm literally just nothing just maybe that's what it takes because ben says the same thing so all these people thanking out there just just go blank slate and maybe maybe you'll be a top five player uh, probably 
Yeah, probably. And speaking of Ben, uh, next round of uh, Ben and CJ, you guys uh, uh, went down in that one 11-9, 11-4. Anything special about that match or they just play well? Ben played really well. And I think I think a big part of that was because we had beat Ben the previous day. And yeah, yeah, the serve and the drive was on. And he just, I mean, Matt will tell you, like Matt was like, Ben was hot. And I think we got a, we got a little, I don't want to say unlucky, but like, dang, I mean, Ben and Deco both played probably the best that they've played against me. And I don't know if that's because I'm playing with Matt now. They want to try to, you know, I don't know what it is, but they played good. And um, I don't think we did too much wrong. I think I think I got to the kitchen pretty well. I think I made a few mistakes here and there. I think we, we're still settling in. And I mean, Matt, Matt and I are, we've got a long way to go. We've got a long year ahead of us with just figuring out what works for us and what balls I'm taking, what I'm not taking. I think we're going to, it might take a couple tournaments, but I think when we hit our stride, we'll be we'll be good. Yeah, and that, it, it makes a lot of sense to me too, because the the very very few times that I have beat Ben in my career, and then played him the next tournament, he absolutely destroyed me. <laughs> so it's like it's like it's almost like he he beats me so many times that he just kind of you know, just kind of goes through the motions and then I actually caught him a time and then he like refocuses again and then beats me five times in a row or something like that. So uh, not surprising at all that that's kind of how it shook out for you as well. Uh, uh, third round of the pool play, Kohler and Arnold, five and five, pretty dang routine against, a uh, you know, a kind of a, a high high ceiling, low floor type of team. How, how What was the vibe of that match? It was funny because I missed like 13 thirds. <laughs> It was so bad. Julian even said, like, at the end of the match, or not even at the end, like, at, in the middle of the match, he's like, this guy's missed, like, ten, he can't even put a third in the court. It's like 10 thirds. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> like, and then I missed the next one. And it was just, uh, it was so bad, the thirds. But once we got to the line, I don't think we lost a point. It's weird. I, I think at the line, me and Matt are really good. And I think especially against teams like that, it's a really good matchup for us because they like to come through you and they like to speed up a lot. And I, I've always had a lot of, you know, I mean, I think I've done pretty well against both of those guys because they like to attack. And I think the biggest strength of me and Matt's game is when it gets fast and when we're getting attacked and um, Matt is so tough to get through with the backhand. And if we were digging cross court with Julian, if he's trying to attack Matt, we were in a great spot. And if he tries to go middle or whatever, like I'm just sitting there with the forehand ready to hit it as hard as I can. So we uh, we just countered really well. And I think I think the heaviness of our hands as a team, Matt and I, might be, you know, I think we're right there with with anybody. I mean, it could be the best or tied for the best, right? So I think I think that if if teams really want to be aggressive and come through us, then it's usually going to be in our favor. Yeah, well, uh to miss 13 thirds and win five and five, you, you must have not lost a point at the kitchen line, James. Uh, okay, so you guys ended up going one and two in pool play, but made it through uh, from the games in the uh, point differential and ended up playing Riley and Thomas Wilson in the semifinals, 11-7, uh, 11-8. You took the L. Tell me about that one. They played really well, too. I think I think Thomas is playing really well. Thomas is dinking well and playing with a guy like Riley where Thomas doesn't have to hit a backhand. I think that's perfect for him because obviously Thomas isn't a, isn't a backhand guy, but his forehand's great. And I think I had a little bit of success going through Thomas, but um, not a lot. 
and Riley played well. And I think next time we might want to be a little more patient. Um, but we were up like six zero in both games and then things just kind of went away from, from us. Uh, I don't really know what happened to be honest. I kind of look back and I'm like, how did that happen? Like, it's like, I just woke up from a dream and lost, you know, like I, it was weird. They just ripped it from us. I, I don't know. I actually think that we might be the better team or we might win next time. But, uh, that was a weird one because it was seven and eight, but I really think it could have gone either way. It was kind of just big runs and, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, to answer your question, I don't know. <laughs> and and do you know anything about that partnership moving forward? Was this a one a one hit wonder, or is that something that might be happening moving forward in at least the first part of twenty twenty four? It's my understanding that they're playing the first six months of next year together. So okay. I think that's a good choice for Riley. Yeah, no, I, I like it, and I, I mean, like we we touched on the Tyson and Deckel as well. Those are some really quality teams, kind of. You know, after, you know, you guys, the Johns, the those two, and I'm sure I'm missing one or two others. I mean, that's a quality five or six teams. Uh, and, and really, I'm sure there's going to be, it, it would be surprising to me if, uh, you know, if there's any real crazy dominance from anyone besides for, for possibly the Johns brothers with that, uh, how quality everybody is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, well, we had, well, we had the, uh, uh, we had Julian and Colin in that same pool and uh, Colin, you know, he made a little interesting interview where he called out Julian for being a clown and then he doubled down on social media. So last segment of this episode, tell me a little bit about that. And because I think that Colin and you are probably the polar opposites on what affects you on court or what bothers you in terms of trash talk. Uh, I thought it was hilarious. Uh, and what, what, what are your thoughts on that situation? I don't even like, it's weird because I've never found Julian annoying. Nothing annoys me. It's like, I don't have feelings. I, I just, I, maybe I have like something wrong with, me. I don't know. So, so I can't even like people, it's the craziest thing. Like, like eight months ago, I, again, I'm also kind of insulated from pickleball players a little bit. Like I'm not really that social with a lot of them. Like I'm not really going on my Instagram and stuff. Usually it's all just Chanel doing it for me. So I didn't realize that like some players thought Julian was annoying or like that Matt was annoying. And I just thought Julian was like this happy guy that was like saying on Diamo and stuff up until like eight months ago, people were like, oh yeah, like people were saying this in a group and I was just like wait what like I didn't even think about it and then the next time I played him I was like oh I guess you could think that he's annoying but I never really I don't know like so that didn't really occur to me and seeing Collins like it's just so funny like go, having them go back and forth watching it on YouTube was awesome like Colin uh I don't know. Colin was like finger wagging him. Colin was going like this to him. Like, I think that's perfect. I, I want to watch them play again, like 10 more times. I, I think it's uh, my two favorite matchups. My favorite matchup was always Colin versus Riley. Cause that's awesome. Like that's <laughs> the best thing ever. And it's never, I don't think there's anything better than that. Cause right. Like they literally hate each other and it's not, it's real and it's awesome. That's what makes it awesome. And I think those are the best. Like when there's genuine hatred, and, and one of the players is Colin Johns. Those are the best rivalries. <laughs> and, and one of the players is Colin Johns. Yeah. And I, I never like played Julian enough because when he was first starting, I mean, he just 
I don't know, Deckel and I were playing well and it, it was never really an issue. It wasn't like we always beat them, beat him. It was only a couple times that we played, but I think it's great as a fan and a viewer uh, to just get that different personality and that little spice in there. So I'm all for it, even though I can definitely see from a player's perspective, playing him consistently, how it might get under your skin a little bit. So honestly, I think there may be the reason that I don't find other players annoying is because I'm annoying. I watch myself on YouTube and I'm just like bouncing up and down. I look like I'm on crack. It's like, oh, mm -hmm. that guy, like I couldn't imagine playing myself. Like yeah. it must be like a trip. I don't know. Hey, that's the perfect ending to this episode, James. Let's, uh, let, let, let's get back at this next week. Uh, until then, enjoy the weekend and a little bit of time off. And uh, we will we'll, we'll get a little, I think we're going to get a little personal with some of my questions on this next episode, just to spice it up for the viewers since we don't have any pickleball to talk about. Uh, and until then, have a good one, bud. It'll be kind of funny. Like we preview this next one as like the personal episode. Like, oh, we get to know James. We get like 10 views. Like nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares. It's like, I, I want to hear the breakdown of the matches. I don't give a dang about it. <laughs> yeah, right. you might be right. We'll, we'll find out. How about that? Okay. See ya.